0: You're listening to audio provided by Valleydale Church. To find more resources or to donate to this ministry, please check out valleydale.org.
1: You remember Floyd in that episode where they're trying to keep uh, Andy in town, keep him from going to Repressed Raleigh, memory. you know, and so Barney says, hey, we got to come up with something to keep him in town, and so they tear up the barbershop, and they make like Floyd's been attacked and assaulted, Goober down at the gas station. You know, somebody pulled in and everybody's got this crime wave going on. Oh,
0: you can't leave. So, you can't Andy, get it yeah, around. you
1: can't leave. We got this crime wave going And so, Andy <laughs> comes into the barber shop and Barney's standing there by Floyd. And Floyd's I was assaulted. It's <laughs> <laughs> just so funny. Uh, assaulted. He pushed me hard. Yeah, Floyd is. <laughs> There was oh, that one, gosh.
0: wasn't there that one episode where the guy came in and he was like, he was an escape con, but he was like pretending to be a barber or something? Yeah, and well, Floyd he was the bookie, by. the bookie barber. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's he like was, pretending to cut the guy's hair with his fingers. Yeah. That yeah. just made me laugh so hard.
1: <laughs> the, book. the same guys that come in every day, you know, they're bringing all these horse race stuff and payoffs and all. And, and he you, says, You notice the same people going in there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and of course Marty says, Well, they got a compulsion. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know how you have all like this uh, oh, whole series he's got, memorized. It's old, it's he's incredible. got a compulsion.
1: Haven't you ever heard of people it has got like hand washing compulsion? You know, it's
0: there's crazy, these, crazy. I haven't even seen the whole series. There was the one... You ought to be ashamed. I, well, I am ashamed, but I'm doing my best with it. <laughs> the, uh, the one episode that kills me is... I don't even remember what the whole thing was, but Andy was mad because Barney kept loading his gun. He's like, yeah. now you're supposed to keep your the bullet in your... Well, it's turning yeah. green in my pocket, Andy. You know, he does the whole thing where it's like rusting or oxidizing or whatever. And then... Uh, and then at the end what is it cuz Barney is like threatening
1: the guy and Andy's yeah. like Andy's like well that gun's not even loaded. Yeah, <laughs> at the yeah, end, he fires it into the uh, air and it was Yeah, loaded. that's uh that's a gentleman Dan who's who's escaping, you know. Why did we not um why do we not have like a weekly like I try where I try to stump you on the titles of <laughs> no, all these my, episodes. My boys do that all the time. They they'll send me some kind of little text about it. And, come on,
0: answer it, you know. <laughs> well, I didn't even realize I was doing that. I think it was like two years ago I'm on vacation. <laughs> We've talked about this before. It was the episode where Barney's getting voice lessons. <laughs> <laughs> From Eleanor. <laughs> this. <Poultis. laughs> texted you, and within a minute, you were like, oh, yeah, Eleanor, Eleanor Poltz." <laughs> oh I gosh. was like, I don't even know who I'm you dealing know, with You know, that's here. a
1: great show to introduce to your kids. I need to do that. I've done it to my grandkids. Do they, they like love, it? Oh, my stars, yeah. Yeah, they love it. It's their favorite. We've done a little bit of The Little House on the Prairie. Yeah. We've been listening to that. Um, of course, oh, we've neat. done the, the Chronicles of Narnia, yeah. Which we showed. do. Y'all listen to them? Do you, uh, I mean, instead of watching on TV, do you put it in and listen to it? Well, we, which had, is a neat idea too, to go back and introduce your kids. Let them listen to old shows like The Shadow, oh, or yeah, the yeah, yeah. you know, the Green Hornet or or um, uh, the Masked Man, Lone Ranger, you know, stuff like but that on the radio before it was TV.
0: That's yeah. What you're saying. Yeah, we haven't done much of that. Although, like when I was a kid, like that was one of my favorite things was the Adventures in Odyssey. We mm-hmm. we would listen to that. Or did you just say Unshackled? Have you ever no, listened no, no. to that one? Uh, uh-uh. I have not. That was the maybe it was a Northeast thing, but we would listen to a show called Unshackled, and it was like it was sort of like a docu drama kind of thing, a radio drama, and it was always like somebody's wild conversion story. Yeah, you know, from being crazy per being. In Christ. But the best I need to send you a clip of it because the best part of it was they had the really, really old school dramatic organ music uh-huh. that would transition between the scenes. And that show went on like well into the two thousands, but they never <laughs> they, they, they would use that organ music like it was their job. It was it was way out of fashion, but they kept rocking with I it.
1: I used to, you know, driving when we would drive long distances somewhere. Yeah. I used to love to listen to the uh, what was it, the Home Prairie Companion? Oh, yeah. With Garrison Keillor yes. before the Me Too movement got to him. And, well. Uh, yeah, all that of that. But I enjoyed listening to him He's talk brilliant. about Lake Woebegone And uh, that was just – that was fascinating. Radio. Well, you know, radios – they say that radio is coming into its second golden age. I, I would believe did you that. Did you see that article? Not that It was an article that was one. out. They had a picture of Orson Welles. And they were saying, you know, is radio entering its second golden age?
0: Well, I think that it, at some level it has to be because, like, the, the whole podcast thing has taken over. Mm-hmm. And it's like there's so many people, you know, people my age and younger that, like, they get into podcasts and then they realize, oh, wait, you know, this is like radio was the forerunner to this. Right. so. And then, you know, I was even talking with Rick about it. Maybe you've had that conversation with him. Because they're doing some really forward-thinking stuff with streaming and being that much more available on on the yeah, online yeah. platforms. I, cool. I sat
1: last night and I sat in my recliner last night and listened to uh, Davis, I can't remember his full name, uh, at Hillsdale. And uh, I think he also teaches Cornell, the historian there. He did a whole thing on, on Patton an hour. Oh, wow. But that was great. Patton. And he, he talked about all these generals leading up to Patton. Um, and then he talked about Patton through World War II. He's a Patton expert. He's a he's a brilliant uh, Hanson Davis. Oh, I love that guy.
0: Have you listened to any of the uh, is it Dan Carlin, the hardcore history? Have Uh-oh. you heard of this guy? Uh-huh. Have you got Josh? Have you ever listened to, to the hardcore history before? that guy 's amazing. he did this thing. It was like six hours on World War one Wow, and I listened to it was a couple of years because i didn't know anything about you know we talk about World War two so yeah. much as well, we should but i didn't know anything about the first one and i I listened to that and it was yeah. really really helpful but yeah it 's amazing how many resources are out there um you know it 's- sh- shame on us if we 're uninitiated about these different things mm-hmm. because there's yeah there's so many things, but yeah we're we 're um we're, we read the Chronicles of Narnia to the kids. It's just fun introducing the, these things that, that love to You know, I quoted somebody.
1: Kids. You know, I'm always asked by people, you know, why in the world should we read history? Uh, why should we listen to history or read history or know history? I quoted um, Alfred Ernest Garvey the other day on a tweet that uh, was picked up. Listen to what, listen to what he said. Over a hundred years, he said this in 1920 in a paper that I read this past week. He will be least in bondage to the past who is least ignorant of it. Yes, well, and said. he will be master of the present whose knowledge is least confined to it. Amen. All, you know, if all I know is what's happening right now, um, I'm confined to my present age. i you know, and I don't know how much you learn. You know, just bumping around in the present. But anyway. Well, you've taught me a lot of
0: that just in knowing you
1: these past few
0: years. As I've watched you be kind of um, more cool and collected, even as, like, we've had these just really big shifts in our culture. And then, lo and behold, like, it does seem like things return to hypostasis. Mm -hmm. We realize that everything old is new again. There's nothing new under the sun. Um, And fortunately, the word
1: still uh, stands supreme. It does. It does. In that, and at the end of the day, when all the dust settles and all the smoke clears, what do you still have? God's Word. Amen.
0: Well, we're going to get to that in just a second. I wanted to talk to you about two more things before we jump into the message. Um, the more happy thing, uh, my daughter, this has been really sweet. My daughter has been really getting into jokes all of a sudden. She said... Now, which one? This is the eldest. She's five. And she's like, "I, you know, I want... I want to learn jokes, you know, give me a joke book. So my wife got from her mom's house this joke book that she had as a kid. And it is just the the silliest, like, dad jokes. in my, f- <laughs> first of all, I keep reading other jokes, and she's like, I don't get it. <laughs> she still can't figure it out. But here's my favorite one. So, Pastor, if you've got five grapefruit in this hand, and you've got ten apples in this hand, what do you have? You have five grapefruit ten apples. You've got really big hands. Yeah. Like how, are, yeah. how are you holding all that? Ten <laughs> apples in one hand? How are you doing that? Oh, gosh. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think if there was. I can't when remember. I listened,
1: Harper yesterday was belting it out.
0: Oh, yeah, we didn't even talk belting about
1: it Belting it out. <laughs>
0: she was killing it, man.
1: She just was going after it.
0: Man, in the first uh, service, they had her like right in front of that uh, microphone. You notice in the second service, they moved, they moved her. She over did a, a great
1: job. I just thought, you know, that's just so neat. She was just letting it rip. Yeah, I loved, I loved seeing her. She, she has
0: a good voice too, like and she's serious the, about it. Oh yeah, she yeah, it's very serious. You know, the brow is down. Hosanna! You know, really, there's a lot of projection.
1: If you Very missed yesterday, voice. you met, the, we opened with the – what do you call that? The, the preschool, preschool choir. choir. The preschool choir. Preschool choir. And then we had our special adults that are our special, special needs, needs kids. kids who came in, and they waved the palm froms. They were a part of the service, which I think is so neat. That was but really they, good. But they just did a great job. The kids did.
0: Um, yeah, I was really – that's
1: always just
0: – it, it, you just can't look at that and not smile, you know? You know,
1: and it teaches those children That's to right. stand up in front of people and sing, speak, you know. Kids kids that have that opportunity, uh, I think, are just a notch above kids that don't take advantage of that. Well, it's a skill. When it comes to high school and yes. especially to college.
0: Well, I mean, and even in the adult world, like there it doesn't really matter. Virtually any job that you get into, there's and even in family situations, there are just times when you have to stand in front of other people yes. and you have to be the one talking. Yeah. Or yeah.
1: singing. And
0: so yeah, that's a, that's a skill to learn to, you know, stand up straight yeah. and be confident and do
1: we all need that. And then they, you know, just everything that happens in practice, working together, doing yes. something, learning something together. Yeah. That's really neat. I think that's one of the most underrated aspects of church life is children's choirs.
0: Well, um it's been wonderful having these the uh I guess yeah this this team of women that has stepped up to lead, you know Amanda Tuck's been leading the children's mm-hmm. choir um they and do she's great got job. a team of people and then the preschool choir I mentioned yesterday that's Miss Caroline Wallace, Miss Kristen Howell, Amanda Sutters helping out as well.
1: I'm just thrilled that they're they're doing such a a great job. job. Great
0: job. I forgot to ask you how the thing went because you did the opening of the playground yesterday. Yeah,
1: it was neat, really neat. Bunch of kids. In fact, listen, there was a grandparent out there uh, had their grandkids. They're visiting. Uh, They had their grandkids there, and I was just talking to him. Now I want you to listen. Uh, He comes up and he says, "Hey," and I said, "Are you a member here? Are you visiting here?" He said, "We're visiting. We've been visiting a couple of weeks." We really like it. They had their grandkids out at the playground. And he said, tell me about Wednesday night. He said, this Wednesday night. I said, listen, we're going to have all the stuff for the kids Wednesday night. What better time for a visitor to visit a church than on business meeting Yeah. You get to see, really, (laughs) you get to see and hear everything that's going on, what all the church is doing. And I feel so proud to pastor a church where I can turn to people because I did this of course, he was a granddad. Then I had a younger couple that came up and introduced themselves to me yesterday, and I told them the same thing. I said, hey, be here Wednesday night. I'm so proud to pastor church that I have the freedom to invite guests to the business meeting. Amen. Yeah, cause because... Because not- I know what it's going to be like. They're going to get to see the church on display in a business meeting the way you don't really get to... And it will be done decently, in order, nobody upset, nobody, you know. I read a guy, I'm not going to mention his name, but he put it out on Twitter yesterday. And I thought my heart kind of, because he'd preached for me before. He's a younger guy that um, I I had come in and preached during pastor's conference for me. He's now got a a, a large church. And he said that in the middle of his sermon, he just felt led to stop and pray yesterday. Hmm. And so he, he asked the musician, the pianist, to come up and just play, and they were just in the middle of his sermon. I just feel, you know, letter of the Lord, and the musician comes up and begins But He said, a guy stands up in the place and starts screaming, Pastor, can we have quiet? Can we have quiet during the prayer? And um, he made some kind of funny little comment about, you know, Chris Rock. At that oh. point, <laughs> he, he, I guess he thought the guy was going to come up there and smack him or something. Oh man! And I just thought, you know, I'm so thankful we don't have a church where there's a where there's somebody that's just goes off there.
0: Now, why are you driving, staring at me? Driving, while driving, staring.
1: driving a point because because we we're the two guys that are up there I all know. the time, and just how thankful I am that. We have such a wonderful congregation here.
0: Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Well, and I, I, I honestly, yeah, and some people, it's an interesting, that, that, that example in particular is interesting because some people have said before, like, why don't we, you know, why do we have
1: music so often when we pray? And um, well, and, and, I, I, and I want to tell you, I think that comes from somewhere. I, I don't think, I think somebody must have brought up at some point that is more spiritual to pray without any. I don't know um it, that just wouldn't I don't think just enter into somebody's mind.
0: Yeah, that's a, I don't know where that particular thing came from. I see it for two reasons. One because like prayer and like soft music has been useful in meditation in the church for thousands of years. Yes. Like it's been used. It's not like something that we just started doing after synthesizers were invented. And secondly, I would um I would say like it's like in, in this culture, we have so much difficulty focusing anyway, because yeah. most of the places that we go, there's music playing in the background. Mm-hmm. So if anything, it's just ministering to us, like in our context. I, I, I think it makes a lot of sense. But yeah, I'm sorry that he had that experience. Sorry that, uh, that Will yeah, Smith was attending church I'm just, that
1: uh, day. I'm just thankful that we don't have stuff like that happen.
0: Yeah. And, and uh, let's just pray that it continues. Yes. We do have a sweet, yep. sweet time. Well, yeah, we probably ran out of time because I was going to talk about the Beatles before we get into the text. I'll save it for the end. Hey, if you guys want to see Pastor and I have a knockdown drag out about the Beatles, you stick around for the end of this pod. Uh, but right now we need to talk about something more important, which is the it's word the Chris of Chris Rock moment. Yes. Yes. Okay. Now so which one of us is going to be Chris Rock and which one is Will Smith? <laughs> I
1: don't know. We'll figure
0: that out at the end. Stay tuned. All right, John 17. The okay. High Priestly Prayer. So you you did you decided to do this as a two-week short series, the high, the, yeah. the prayer that only
1: Jesus could pray. Could pray. I love
0: makes that. Makes no sense
1: it makes no sense on the lips of anybody else.
0: I we I mean we touched on this a little bit last week. I mean, it's really similar content this week pastor i'm just like i was listening to the message i listened to it one and a half times and i like my mind is just
1: blown that christ shares his glory with us yes it is fascinating isn't it and i don't i wish i understood all that that means i I because i don't but it it's something jesus said in his prayer The glory which you have given me, I have given to them. Now, I made a comment in at least one of the services. A.T. Robertson is really helpful in these verses. Um, He says that this, the emphasis in verse 2 is I, ego, in the the Greek. Um, the, The fact that Jesus gave us his glory. And he says the eternal word, which is God the Father... Did not give it, but the incarnate Word Jesus Christ gave it to. So Jesus, in verse twenty-two, gives us His glory. Then He tells us in verse twenty-three that the Father loved them even as You have loved Me. So that God loves Me the way He loves Christ. Now I also, in at least one of the services, I can never remember from service to service, you know, that I say that here. We fill it out Uh, that. God is not saying to every one of us, "In in you, I am well pleased." He said that to only one person, and that was His Son. Right. I, I can assure you, Christ. God is not as pleased with me as He is with Christ, but He loves me the way He loves Christ.
0: Again, it's 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 just mind blowing. Words start to fail. Like you know, I think about the way that I love even my own children. Yeah. Um, and to know that that, com- that pales in comparison to the love that God yeah. has for us. And yeah. oftentimes we're like, yeah, God loves you, God loves you. You know, it's on the bumper stickers, that sort of thing. Uh, but for God to love us the same way that he loves mm-hmm. really himself, the same way that mm-hmm. he loves his son, well, and I guess isn't that a wonderful model for us that yes. God, that, that we should love others with that same Well,
1: love? that's what I think the whole thing is getting to is that, listen, it, it should be this way among us. We should love each other this way. Think of how much God loves you, and that should inspire us, encourage us, um, challenge us to love each other that way.
0: I wanted to talk a little bit about this idea that, and, and there, there, I, I don't know that either of us can give a satisfying answer to this, but you talked about how when we die, we don't join some like nirvana or oneness. We know right. that that's incorrect but to talk a little bit about the distinction of what we do believe as Christians, because Christ does say, I am in them. Yeah. And they are in me. Yeah. And like, can you help us wrap our idea, our minds around that idea a little bit more?
1: Uh, the way that Christ lives in us now, it, the, the union that is there, I think the emphasis here is the harmony, the union, the love, um, that we will be in him in that sense. Not that we're going to be absorbed into the one. Yeah, that's or, not the Or that we know, uh, you know, we we get to heaven, we're still... Listen, when Peter, James, and John never saw Moses and they never saw Elijah before the moment of the transfiguration, right. and when they show up, they know exactly who they are.
0: Right, they still have their own individuality. They have
1: their own, and in, in, and they know. Well, that's obviously, that's Moses right there. That's obvious that that's Elijah right there. So we don't lose our personality. We don't lose the who we are. That's part of the miracle of life Mm. that God has created all of us, and he's created us. Just think of that. If anything were going to explode and things were going to reproduce, it would all be exactly alike. It would not be this incredible variety of personality. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, of of uh, difference in thumbprints or retinas or, you know, footprints or anything like that. Just the diversity of human life speaks to me. It just screams Creator. Hey. It doesn't. It doesn't scream to me Big Bang Theory. You know. <laughs> Uh, Because, because again, I go back to say, if something blue, everything that came out of it would, would be just alike.
0: It's so interesting thinking about how God, I'm just going along with this theme that he's made us all as individual creations. And that he, in a sense, he loved us enough to do that. And that we persist in that. I keep thinking about that C.S. Lewis quote, the whole thing, like you've never met a mere mortal. Yeah, that's
1: right. I started to do that, but I've done that before. Yeah, yeah yesterday. Well, so
0: have I. I think I've said it on here like five times. But that, uh, but, but, and that idea, obviously, that's a very evangelical kind of idea, like understanding that, yeah, yeah, we persist, but we're either going to persist in eternal life or eternal damnation. That's yeah. the. That's the the
1: scariest thing. Well, that's the seriousness of it. You know, and that's kind of what I was saying yesterday. Do, do you ever stop to think that when you look over and you see your brother or sister in oh, Christ, yeah. gonna... there is the glory of God uh, or there is the glory of Christ, you know, right that... there. I think that elevates how we think about one another. I and I, so. our, our, the way we think about one another this day and time needs elevation, Yes, it does. We need to appreciate each other more, honor each other more, realize that this is a person with whom I'm going to be in eternity with. Um, And if I'm sick of them down here after 20 years, what will I be, you know, after 2,000 years?
0: Well, and some of us are looking forward to to eternity because we know that it will be able to heal some of those relationships. Yeah. And, you, and you talked a little bit about, I appreciated that, because Christ here is praying for unity. Christ is giving us an example of unity, and yet there are many, and, and we, I think we can both say there are many faithful believers, but they just they don't agree on certain things, and so that it's just borderline impossible yeah. for them to fellowship with one another. Yeah.
1: Well, you get to, um, you know, when you get down to tertiary, Right, secondary, issue. tertiary issue. Yeah, issues. Issues, y- you know, a secondary issue may determine, can I do missions with you or not, but it does not determine your salvation. A secondary, yeah. now you're talking about like the mode of baptism, something yeah, like that. Yeah, or yes, things like that, stuff like that. Um, you know, the primary issues, the doctrine of Christ, the doctrine of the resurrection, you know, well, I, I even say the virgin birth i think the virgin birth was absolutely necessary um but you know to believe in the virgin birth you don't have to believe in the virgin birth to be saved uh, although i think it's impossible well, to have a savior apart from the virgin
0: well, birth well that's not the biggest controversy right now and you did touch on that yesterday you talked about yeah. like it is issue of first like
1: Anthrop- yeah, but Anthrop- you're right. I know what you're going to say. Yeah. You're right. Those are not the primary things that divide us right, right. now. It's the, the question of sexuality is like that's the that's one of the biggest
0: dividers yeah. in the church, people are departing the faith over this. That's where they and you and I think you I agree with you like it is of first importance that we have a we have a de- the definition of sin is defined by the Bible and right. and so yeah, that that it would it would be impossible for to to I couldn't fellowship. go out
1: and do missions with somebody who did not hold to the fact that God created male and female. I I just couldn't do that. That's the
0: most concise way of saying it. Now,
1: there's salvation. That's an issue left up to the Lord. It's not left up to me.
0: And that's also well said. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Tough one. but um, It
1: is. But it's funny to me how we'll drag everything into the church and make it a controversy over which to divide. Well, and that shouldn't even be controversial in the church.
0: Well, I appreciated the way that you, you said it yesterday, which is just that this is the work of man, us bringing in these controversies, yeah. elevating, elevating really ourselves to say that deciding this controversy is more important than the centrality of the gospel. Yeah. And um, so, Lord, help us in that. Because Christ prayed for unity, and in so many ways, like, we're, we're working against yeah. what he's praying for. Yeah. Lord, help us. We do.
1: We do. It seems that we just are determined that we're going to do the opposite of what Jesus <laughs> prayed for. Well, and I see it so much, I hate to say it, and, and I don't say it, you know, as just being trite, but I see so much of it in the convention Yeah, that I it know, just, it just makes me sad, it makes me sad.
0: Well, let's pray for a week of a week ahead of us of unity. I know we've got Good Friday, mm-hmm. um, which I'm really excited about, and I hope that you guys have all done your RSVPs for that. And then uh, maybe you, you want to give us a beat on where you're going uh, preaching this Sunday. I'm going to be in Sunday. Acts
1: 17. I mean, I was just in Athens, and the whole issue of Paul's uh, message in Athens was resurrection. Uh, so I'm going to I'm going to go to. It's a little unusual. Easter Sunday, but that's that's where I'm headed, I love Acts it. chapter 17, well, Paul in the city of Athens.
0: Well, I'm really looking forward to it. We got a lot of great congregational
1: music to sing. All right, hit me now with the Beatles issue, because I know you're just sitting there stewing in your sin, <laughs> wanting, <laughs> wanting to bash me about oh, the Beatles. Man. I What's just it? don't care for their music. That now there are certain songs that I do like, you know.
0: Yeah, there's a few of them you can't help but sing. You know, yeah, sing along. yeah. Well, um, I don't even know. Here, here's, here was my thought. I was just laughing through the whole thing because
1: I'm almost the same age as your son Trey yeah, and I, yeah. Trey and they and I. love them. You know, yeah. they're a big beetle. In fact, we, we Trey got married down on the beach, and um, he had a little. Uh, little orchestra over here and that's when they went out that's all that was all we need is love and i thought oh Lord, I <laughs> you know so yeah i mean i'm
0: i love the beatles i don't know if i if i'd uh if i'd go that far with it but the uh but yeah oh, i lo- I money. thought you did a good job talking and i i I did the wikipedia looking up the maharishi or the Yo- yogi Ma- yeah. Maharishi Yogi, how you pronounce his name? I didn't realize he was that uh
1: I thought that Harrison really really liked that whole experience no, in No, no, he came out of there and he was a guy in the interview said, "Well, we found out he was human." Thank you.
0: No, that God. was
1: like one of the biggest laugh moments of the message. Yeah. <laughs> you you were know, like, "Oh, human. wow, you
0: think. You think, "Well, so it's funny when we named we I I have one son and three daughters. The son is named Jude." No, he's not and named people. after that. Song. Oh, he's named after the brother of Christ, but the yes. thing is, the thing is like <laughs> Yes. The thing is, as soon as he was born, everyone was just like, um, you know, oh wow, well he you know, everybody's just gonna say,
1: hey, dude, the rest yeah. of his life.
0: I'm yeah. like, is that so bad? Like that yeah. song is super fun. Nah, yeah, nah, hey, nah, 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 nah. Na.
1: Take a sad
0: song and make it. So but Pastor, you mentioned that on on Friday night for Good Friday, that um when we go as we get prepare to leave, uh-huh. you want us to hold hands together. So would it be appropriate? for me to sing. I want to hold your hand. Oh, no. I want to hold your hand. Hey, I tell you what. You know I want to hold your the, hand. The song
1: that I do like so much, long and winding road. Oh yeah. What is that song about? Who knows? I don't think they knew. He showed up Which one wrote it? Uh, McCartney. Paul McCartney yeah. showed up at one of their house and they were and he was driving down the road or something and just got in there and just now, that's an amazing part to those guys. Those guys are not
0: dummies. Not, I, I, I don't mean geni- that at they're, all. They're, they're, they're
1: genius songwriters, no question. But I love them. that song. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Long and winding road. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, those strings come in? Yeah. Okay, that, well, that'll be our theme song for the rest of Oh, Josh Pike has a question. Uh-oh. No, the meaning of the... He wrote this song at his farm uh, in 1968, inspired by the growing tension, among the, the growing ah, tension among the Beatles oh themselves. Very interesting, Already right before in they broke 68. up, because they broke up in '69. Is that right? Is that right? Did they? Yeah. That well, that's the that's the most amazing thing to me about like they had this incredible career. You look back on it, there's so many. Di- it was only like eight and a half years that they were together, mm-hmm. and they put out all that music. They it was brought, incredible. They
1: brought in Yoko, and that did it.
0: Well, yeah, you can. Well, you can say that again. Have you watched Bro- any of the Brody new documentaries? Brody, says. did you watch the Peter Jackson documentary? Oh, yeah. I need to get back. I've only watched like 20 minutes of it. I can. I. I. I want to watch the whole thing, but it's four it hours long, her? and I can't. It's about. Uh, oh yeah, she's in it. She's wearing that black jumpsuit thing that she always wore, and she's just hanging around, sitting in John's lap. And this is getting weird. Sorry about this. The point is, I cannot find. I. I don't have time to watch anything. I keep wanting to watch the. the what'd you tell me to watch the? the murder mystery oh um, murder on the, the death river on the Nile. Nile. the death on the Nile. Yeah, murder I, I, on I still want to watch that I haven't, Christie. I haven't watched that I want to Detective I uh, want to watch that I keep Detectives. trying to watch dune brody brody lent me his blu ray of, blo- of balloon dune
1: <laughs> balloon I can't that watch that I, I haven't I I just don't anyway and you were right christie's Perot is belgian
0: he is belgian yeah that's gotta. I'm. I'm sad you saved that for the end because people aren't even listening. This is the first time you told me I'm right in like yeah. several no, months. No, no, no. You're, I know you're right
1: multiple times. Oh, you're sweet. A year. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, a broken clock. A broken clock is right twice a day.